This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome into the show. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. Uh, very excited. Love having Joe Theismann on the show. Longtime NFL quarterback, friend of the program, NFL analyst, all-around great guy, joins us now. Joe, good morning, man. Thanks for being here. Bill, thanks so much for having me. Always always fun to talk to you on a Monday after an unbelievable Sunday. <laughs> was it ever? And what a game that uh, that Bills-Vikings game was. Let's, just, let's start there, and let's start broadly with, with the Vikings. For you, is it time to consider them, whatever the number is, in that cream of the crop in the National Football League? I think so. I, I felt like this was, a, this was a barometer game for them. It was sort of like, where are you? Where you are on the scope of uh, competitiveness. And I think they proved it in Buffalo to put up 30 points, 33 actually, uh, and that many points against that good a defense. And, and it's time for us to start recognizing Kirk Cousins as one of the elites in this game. And I, and I don't say, say that um, – you know, with caution, I believe he is an elite quarterback. You look at his numbers, and there's always been a knock. Can't play in the big games, doesn't play at night real well, all that kind of stuff. The Vikings are 8-1, and one, and some of the throws that he made yesterday were absolutely unbelievable. And some of the catches, I mean, Odell Beckham now has to move down, I think, the ladder a little bit when it comes to great catches because we saw two or three in that game yesterday that were just unbelievable. But it's time to start talking about Kirk Cousins in a different way, I believe, than people have talked about him before. And, Joe, you obviously had a, a real look at him before he was in Minnesota. So just – I think you answered it, but, but I'm going to ask again. You would trust him late games, playoff games. You think he's up to that task because there's obviously going to be massive expectations now with this Vikings team. Oh, absolutely. I think there will be massive expectations. and You know, they'll they'll have to travel places. I mean – you're going to deal with weather uh, on the road in different places. But, you know, Kirk is playing at a very, very stable, steady level. And that's what you really want. You're not looking for, you know, you're not, you're not looking for four touchdown passes and then two interceptions the next week. 
or interceptions in critical situations. I mean, he's smart. He plays with his head. His arm is stronger than people give him credit for. And I remember when he and Robert Griffin were, were taken here with Washington, Kirk was a fourth-round pick. Robert was a first-round pick. Uh, Robert got mad at me one day because, you know, during the preseason, Kirk coming out of college was like Andrew Luck. He was ready to go right now. The mechanics were very good. The arm was strength was good. The decisions were good and everything. Robert was an athlete really working on learning how to throw the football and growing into the position. And I made a comment. I said, your eyes will tell you which one of these guys is ready to play now. And, and it was Kirk. And, and really, if you watch him when he was drafted by Washington and you look at him today, he, it's the same, the same drop get the ball out of his hands but I think the big thing for Minnesota and also Kirk is having Kevin there um you know having Kevin O'Neill as the coach or O'Connor is the coach is just incredible I mean he um you know it, the offense is something he's familiar with they're familiar with one another and and believe me I, I think that having the coach on the same page as the quarterback is essential Joe and I've met I've met Robert Griffin a few times um but I don't know him well. How do you know he got mad at you? Was he? Did he come up to you and say, he don't text, appreciate He texted me. He sent me a text. He said, I can't believe you said that. I said, well, listen. You know, I said, your eyes will tell you. Robert, Robert and I have laughed about this thing over the years. And I think he's doing a terrific job in broadcasting. And I'm really anxious. I'm always anxious to see Robert on Saturday and Michael Irvin on Sunday because I never know quite what they're going to wear. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's the, the, uh, the clothing selections are really, really – fun to look at to be honest with you but yeah but robert was upset with me because i said it you know i think kirk has done a terrific job uh, he wasn't going to stay in washington bill it's like tom wasn't going to stay in new england you know guys look at guys aren't stupid they look at the football team and say where's the direction going to go what is around me what gives me a best chance to win and i think if a guy becomes a free agent has a chance to look around a little bit you better have built a football team that he wants to stay with or else they will move on. Joe Theismann here on the, on the show. Joe, at the risk of being the guy that overreacts to one game with this question, and I know he might have been banged up, uh, Josh Allen now leads the NFL in interceptions. He has struggled somewhat in the red zone of late and this season, and obviously had multiple turnovers yesterday that contributed to that Buffalo loss. I don't mean as a quarterback. I just mean as the Buffalo Bills winning a Super Bowl this year, any reasons to be concerned about the run game in Buffalo and Josh Allen's turnovers and or red zone efficiency? Well, you know, the run, when you look at the running stats, I mean, you have to look at Baltimore's running stats. You look at Chicago's running stats. You look at Buffalo's running stats. The quarterback is a big part of that. And, so, and, and actually he showed that in overtime yesterday, his ability to run with the football. I think sometimes Josh really takes it upon himself to try and, try and do a little too much down around the goal line. Throw the ball away. Kick the field goal. But, it, you know, it's, it's one of those things that I think the coaching staff has to temper in him. You don't want to take it away from him. You don't want to tell him to not be the quarterback that he can be. But when you get in a position to protect points and you have the opportunity to put points on the board, whether it's a touchdown or a field goal, that's where the thought process as a quarterback really comes in. I think he's, he's just trying to do so much. He's trying to get the ball into it. And remember – what he's doing right now in the last couple of games isn't dissimilar to what we saw last year. Remember, there were a couple of games last year where they're down close and he throws an interception, very short pass interception. 
Um, but I, I, I don't have concerns about him. And everybody talks about, well, he's hurt, he's hurt, he's hurt. It looked to me like yesterday, Bill, he was throwing the ball as hard as he's ever thrown it. I didn't, I didn't see an elbow issue with him yesterday at all playing the game. Now, I don't know what the diagnosis will be today. And, of course, that trying to tackle Patrick, it looked like he might have aggravated it or something. But um, I felt like he threw the ball most of the day like we've seen Josh Allen throw the football. We, we talk about the physical aspect of the quarterback position, but the mental aspect is so important. And what I mean by the mental act is it's making decisions with the ball in your hand. What are you going to do? And, and there's a little thing I, I talk to young guys about is protect point. Know, where, know the score of the game. Know what the situation is. And protect points. If, if, the, if it's 17 points and it gives you a, a, a two-score lead, then take it. You don't, have to, you don't have to force it at all. And I think, you know, Josh was just trying to do a little bit too much, and I'm sure the coaches are going to talk to him and say, hey, look, just you don't need to do that. There's a whole lot. You've you got a great defense. Let them do their job. You've got a terrific kicker. Let him do his job. And, uh, and you just have to be part of the equation as opposed to trying to do way, so, way too much. And I think that's really sort of the thing they have to temper with Josh. Joe Theismann on the list of, of crazy, interesting games that happened yesterday is that Colts-Raiders game, which normally wouldn't be you know an, an important game, but, but Jeff Saturday being hired as the interim head coach in Indy, to say the least, has been widely discussed and, and before the game widely panned. And I don't even know how to ask you this question other than Derek Carr came out after the game and we just played the sound 30 minutes ago and, and, and was emotional and, and, and cried and, and had trouble sort of talking about what was going on. As a longtime quarterback, as a guy that was a leader in a locker room, as someone who understands at that position, you're going to be watched. What is your reaction, good or bad, to Derek Carr getting that emotional after a loss? I, I didn't. I didn't hear what was said, so I don't know the content of it. Uh, I know he plays the game with emotion. I know he's extremely disappointed, and you know it, it's you know it almost it's almost like I care. Why doesn't somebody else? Um, it's basic. The game boils down to the players. You can have the greatest concepts in the world, Bill. You can have the. You, you can put together offensive game plans and defensive game plans, but it boils down to execution of the players. And obviously, he's upset with the direction of this football team. I think there was great anticipation when Josh took over in in Las Vegas and said, "Okay, you know, we had Devontae Adams. Now we're going to be, you know, we're going to do something." But you, there are pieces of that football team that that aren't playing because of injury. Um, it's you know. It's execution to a large degree. And you, sometimes you need a, something to turn it around for you. And I think that's what the Raiders need. They need something good to happen to turn it around to get them thinking in the right way again. But I can certainly understand how much he puts into the game, how much he loves the game, and how disappointing it is to lose. And it, it is, it's emotional. That's, that's sort of something people forget. Uh, you know, like Devontae, for example, a couple of weeks ago, I guess, pushed somebody. And it's, you forget that we're, they're human beings. You know, we are, and we're affected by things, and we're disappointed, and we get mad, and we get angry. And it's tough sometimes to always control your emotions and always be that person under control. Uh, Joe, Tua Tungavailoa, when he has played in the entirety of a football game in Miami, is undefeated with, with that Dolphins squad. And he had, well, I think three a three-touchdown game again over the weekend. What is your analysis of, of two of the quarterback and and the Dolphins as a football team if and he is right now if he's healthy and if he's playing I, I just think I think he does something very unique 
We talk about the strong-arm quarterbacks in the National Football League, the Josh Allens, Tom Brady, still at, at 45, throwing the ball like a rocket. Um, you know, Patrick throws the ball fairly hard at times, does a great job with touch. Tua throws an extremely catchable ball. When the ball is coming to a receiver after Tua throw it, throws it, the receiver isn't worried like, oh, my gosh, this thing is coming so hard, I have to catch it first, and then I have to do something with it. It all flows into one motion. I mean, look at Tariq and, and, and Waddle. I mean, you know, you just get the ball in their hands and then let them go do their thing. What, what Tua impresses me with the most is his anticipation to get the ball out of his hands. He knows how strong his arm is. He knows what he can do with his arm, and he understands it completely. And to me, that is a sign of an excellent, excellent quarterback, whether you're young or whether you've been experienced for 10 years in this league. And, and like I said, the receivers have a terrific opportunity to adjust to the ball. I mean, I, Joe Montana was – I didn't throw the ball hard. Joe didn't throw the ball hard. Um, but if you anticipate and give the receivers a chance to make a play, get the ball in their hands, you see what happens down in Miami. I mean, that, that, that's a track team. You know, with the running back and the two receivers, I mean, you, you know, you've got yourself a track team down there. Joe Theismann here on the show. Joe, um, commanders go to Philly to play an undefeated Eagles team tonight. And I'm not taking anything away from Philly by asking this question, but I, I'm going to ask you anyway. Do you think Philadelphia is a top one or two team in the, in the National Football League based on what you've seen? Do, do I think what? I'm sorry. Do you think the Eagles are one of the one or two best teams in the NFL? I think they're, yeah, I think they are. I, you know, maybe two or three. I, I think they are. I mean, you can't just count the Minnesota Vikings now, obviously. Um, and the, the point is, is, you know, they're undefeated. So, yes, you'd have to say that. I think uh, Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts and Tua were the two people that I was curious about because both teams added a lot around them. And both of them have done exactly what everybody has hoped they would do. And they've reached, I believe, expectations that they thought they could reach and the teams felt they could reach. I, you know, I mean, the Eagles' defense is really good. And the A.J. Brown, the addition there is incredible. You know, it's amazing. You look at one player being added to the Eagles and one player taken away from the Green Bay Packers and at the wide receiver position and, and the, the Tennessee Titans, where they are and, and the way they approach things. Um, that one player does make a difference. But I really feel like the Eagles are a very complete football team in every aspect of it. I think Washington's defense has been playing very, very well. This is going to be an interesting game tonight. It is. Uh, obviously, Taylor Heineke provides a lot of excitement, and everybody gets excited about Taylor, and he'll run around and make plays and I'm sure avoid some of the problems that maybe Carson wouldn't be able to. But uh, it wasn't a blowout the first time these two teams played. And now Philly's coming off of a bye, so they'll be more than ready and healthy and ready to go. So I think it'll be a, I think it'll be a good football game tonight. But again, it's going to boil down to the quarterbacks and and how well they execute and play. Yeah, and, and the Commanders quietly have had a nice stretch, a, a nice last four games. They they won three in a row. I know they lost to the Vikings, but if we put the Vikings as one of the best teams in the NFL, they 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 played them tough for Washington to win this game for for the Eagles to have a blemish on their their record after Monday night football what does that what does that look like joe i think i think washington has to take the ball away from philadelphia at least twice and maybe maybe you know in the course of a game you know washington can't lose the giveaway takeaway ratio maybe maybe you make one mistake maybe an interception or you lose a fumble but it depends on where it is 
I don't think you can get behind the Philadelphia Eagles 14 points and think that you're going to run the ball and you're going to drop back and throw against them. The game's got to stay close, and you've got to win the giveaway-takeaway ratio. Then I think Washington has a chance to win this football game. Joe Theismann, it is an absolute pleasure every time we get to talk to you, especially on a Monday after an NFL Sunday. And yesterday's was was wild. Unbe- uh, unbelievable again, huh? <laughs> uh, unbelievable. What? Yeah, the NFL is king for a reason. Uh, my friend, thank you, as always, for, for making time. You're welcome, Bill. Always good to catch up. Take care. Bye-bye. You too. Appreciate you. Uh, Joe Theismann on, on, the, uh, on the show. We haven't even really gotten into the fact that, because it happened at, you know, 2 in the morning, we haven't even gotten to the fact that maybe the Buccaneers saved their season. And as we've talked about, that division is an easy one to win. Just got to win some football games. It's not like they've got a team they're chasing the way that the Packers do. Did you get up and watch that game, t uh, not as early for me as it was for you. I did not. Uh, yes, I did. I did watch that game. Quite, quite a scene in Munich yesterday. Yeah, how did the how the turnout look? Very nice turnout in Germany. Very nice turnout. The NFL did a nice job. Been to Munich twice, both times for Oktoberfest. Life changing event. Um, like amazing. Not just the beer, which is incredible, but the gathering of all these people from all over the world. Just sitting at tables with strangers from everywhere talking about talking about whatever. And the women who bring the the for lack of a better term, not my the beer wenches, which you know, they, they bring these steins and, and they're they're anywhere from ages like twenty to eighty and they have I'm not kidding, they have Popeye muscles because they're carrying like eight steins in each hand. So they're just like a seventy year old woman who brings beer could bounce you out of the out of the tent, D cell if you got crazy. Got no response to that? No, she's built better than I am, then. It's, well, yeah, she's built better than me, too. But it's an amazing experience. Good talk, buddy. Good talk. How's buy or sell today? You excited? Is it, you revved up for it? Jam-packed. Jam-packed with a bunch of NFL information we haven't hit yet and a historic night in the NBA. All that coming up next here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Welcome back into the show. Happy Monday. Thanks for being here. Man, Joe Theismann went hard for Kirk Cousins. Really believes in him. An elite quarterback. Yeah. Didn't have the heart to just be like, Joe, I can't I can't ride with you. Would have been okay, though. He and RG3 seemed cool. Love, love Theismann. Let's do buyers up. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. I actually have a bonus buy or sell question for you. Ooh, I'm ready for it. Let's go. Buy or sell, you miss Andrew Bogish. Sell. It's only been one day. I can't get there yet. Maybe if it was multiple days, I would miss my best buddy, Bogish. But not quite yet. Okay. Not here today. Buy or sell that you miss Andrew Bogish, and you only have to deal with me. Yeah, sell. Like, you know. Sell. Not that I'm glad that he's gone, but. I'm going to take that as a victory for me. I'm going to do my victory lap. You're doing great. I'm going to take that as you say that you like me. More than you like Bogus. In my head, that's how I, you know, that's how I'm spinning it. Is that a buy or sell question or are you just making a statement? Uh, I'm making a statement. You don't, okay, you don't, good. I don't want you to say anything more. Love it. All right, plenty to get to still in the NFL. Tom Brady and the Bucks won their first ever game, played in Germany yesterday, hanging on to beat the Seahawks 21 16 to snap their three game losing streak. Tampa Bay is now 5 and 5 on the season. Buy or sell yesterday gave you confidence in the Bucks being able to turn into a threat in the NFC. Yeah, I think I, I mean, buy. I think I was already buy. there. Buy. I, I think we did discuss this Friday. The Bucks don't need to do a lot to make the playoffs because of the division that they're in. It is as hapless as, let's say, the NFC East or the NFC North are difficult to 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 get into if you're flirting with mediocrity record-wise. And I've just I've seen enough Tom Brady in the playoffs to know not to underestimate the guy. So yes, I think while they're not the favorites, it will not surprise me if the Bucks pick up some momentum. They're going to probably host a playoff game and are able to do something interesting in the postseason. Another strong performance from Justin Fields, but it was yet another loss for your beloved Chicago Bears. <laughs> Fields yesterday made it back-to-back games, rushing for over 100 yards, finishing yesterday's game with 147 and two rushing touchdowns. He also had two passing touchdowns to go along with 167 yards passing, but the Bears fell to the Lions 31-30. Buy or sell Justin Fields' performances at this point in the season 
are more important than the outcome of games for the Bears. Bye. Absolutely. Bye. I, I, I mentioned this earlier. I like his decision-making and his ability to protect the football to be a little bit a little bit better when our friend Mr. Theismann was discussing protecting points and he referenced some other folks. He was talking about Josh Allen. I went to Justin Fields immediately, but you're right. He has become an offensive juggernaut. He's become a force. I, I always get nervous that guys built like that who, who require, I mean, they have to take a lot of abuse physically to be able to do what he's doing, but it's, it is very encouraging. All right, after missing the last two weeks, Ryan Tannehill returned for the Titans and led them to a 17-10 win over the Broncos yesterday. Tennessee is now 6-3 atop the AFC South, while Denver is now 3-6, the 12th seed in the AFC. Ouch. By ourselves being more surprised where the Titans are in the standings rather than where the Broncos are in the standings. I'm going to sell that, and you can attest to this. Sell. I've been a Titans believer all year, even when they got off to a, a lackluster beginning. 0-2 start, and they were absolutely blown out by the Buffalo Bills. You you held on to that yep. Tennessee Titans, and more so Mike Vrabel. You believe That's it. very much so in Mike Vrabel. You, all right, so like I was talking about where you could put Derek Carr, and those teams would enhance significantly. I mean, can you imagine if you put Derek Carr on that Titans team in? They would be a super, one of the four or five Super Bowl contenders for me. I, I just give that man, Mr. Vrabel, a quarterback. I'm the biggest one. I wrote them off after the 0-2 start. I thought they were dead in the water. I did not see this turnaround happening. And even that loss to Kansas City in overtime at Arrowhead, they yep. played really well without Ryan Tannehill. you got to give this team a ton of credit for where they are right now. And you never wavered. You stuck with them. They are extraordinarily well coached. They are excellent on defense, and I, and they just, they they play, they play their hearts out again and again and again. And you talk about that Chiefs game. I don't know if Malik Willis is going to be good or not. Right? He's young and he's raw, and he had some moments that he couldn't throw the ball. Like he has so far been very. It's a little disconcerting the degree to which he has difficulty throwing the football, given the fact he's a quarterback. And they still competed in that game. It's really only the Buffalo game is really the only one which they weren't competitive in this season. It's a huge turnaround, and that might be the wake-up yeah. call that that team needed. I mean, I know it's not been quite the same level of sort of consistency, but the Bengals were on too, if I remember right. I mean, like, it's it's if, you ha- if you're good enough, you can pull yourself out of those doldrums. And I always thought the Titans were good enough. Where are the Bengals? Are they 5-4? and four? Is that right? Both teams turning it around. Yeah, I mean, man, again, like, play musical chairs with quarterbacks a lot. Imagine Joe Burrow on the Titans. If the Titans, like, just had a great core. I mean, that's hard to pull off. You have to draft your number one overall. I'm just saying. Titans are so good, man. Speaking of quarterbacks, no Matthew Stafford for the Rams and no Kyler Murray for the Cardinals yesterday. Stafford, of course, was in concussion protocol and Kyler was dealing with a hamstring injury. And Arizona came away with a 27-17 win, dropping the Rams to 3-6 on the season. My question to you, Bill, buy or sell, you're ready to say the Rams are finished this season. It's a good question. The thing is, it's such an interesting, crowded picture in the NFC that if you can just get a little momentum, 
I'm going to buy it because of the division they're in. Buy. I know Seattle just lost, but I think that they're really solid and well-coached. And I, I think the Niners are, as I've said, going to emerge as the team to beat in that division and one of the teams in the NFC. Yeah, I'll go I'll go Rams. Or, I mean, what are they? They're 3-6, and six, right? They're 3-6? Three 3-6. and, six? Three and six. It's more than just a Super Bowl hangover at this point. They don't. They do not look very good. All right. Despite Jimmy G not throwing a touchdown last night, the 49ers were able to handle business on Sunday night football against the Chargers, getting the 22-16 win. Both teams are now 5-4 and four on the season. Buy or sell the 49ers have a higher ceiling this season than the Chargers. Oh, buy. I've already thought it all up. Buy or sell, you're still willing to chalk up the Chargers and Herbert's struggles to his rib injury. Sell. Yeah, I'm kind of getting there, too. I'm not. Maybe maybe that's a mistake on my part. A rib injury for a quarterback has to be super painful. But I just haven't seen enough from Justin Herbert that I can give him the benefit of the doubt. The guy is talented. I know. I see it. He doesn't win games. He just doesn't. And I don't know if that speaks to more of the talent around him, the head coach. The dude doesn't win games, and I can't give you the benefit of the doubt when you don't win football games. I like it. All right, let's get to the college game here. It was a 3-0 game at halftime. Number four, TCU, was able to hang on and hold off number 18, Texas, on Saturday, 17-10 in Austin to remain undefeated and keeping their playoff hopes alive. By ourselves that the TCU Horned Frogs deserve to be taken seriously. Bye. Bye. Yeah, if, 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 I'm not sure they're going to go undefeated, but if they do, why not? Plus, like, Texas is sort of like USC to me in the sense that regardless of how they play over the course of a regular season, regardless of their record, and they've been underwhelming, they are always loaded with talent. The ability to recruit is not the problem. It's a good win. Maybe it's a great win. I don't know. It's a really good win. Bill, you bring up USC, and you lead me right into my next oh, question. Transition. Saturday was not a banner day for the Pac-12. Number 6, Oregon, was upset at home by number 25, Washington. While number 12, UCLA, lost at home as well to unranked Arizona. However, Bill, number 8, USC, who now leads the Pac-12, did win on Friday night. Buy yourself that a one-loss Pac-12 champion USC would get into the college football playoff. Would or should? Uh, let's go with would. USC's got that name recognition. They've got that that coach. And I think the biggest reason why people aren't talking about USC right now as a playoff team, Bill, they've played one top 25 team thus far this season, and it's their only loss. They lost to Utah, who was number 20 at the time, I believe. USC has two regular season games remaining. Both of those teams currently are ranked. They got UCLA this Saturday coming up, and then their last game is against Notre Dame, who won this week, so they'll absolutely still be ranked. So they would have to um they'd have to hop Tennessee. It depends on they'll have to hop Tennessee who cannot cannot even play in their conference championship. You got UCLA right. and Georgia. 
And I still maintain if Ohio State and Michigan play like an incredible game and it's really close, both could get in. As you pointed out last week, with Oregon and UCLA losing this past Saturday, the loser of Ohio State-Michigan may have been the biggest winner this yeah. weekend. I'm going to sell that it's going to happen. Sell. Because I, I think there's arguments against it that are legitimate, potentially, and I think there's just a huge bias against the Pac-12 in general. All right, let's finish up with some hoops here. 76ers big man Joel Embiid had himself a career night last night, dropping 59 points in Philly's win over Utah. Joel finished 19 of 28 from the field, 20 of 24 from the free throw line, not to mention 11 rebounds, 8 assists, and 7 blocks. It's amazing. Buy yourself that Joel Embiid is the most versatile big man in the NBA. Giannis, Jokic. Uh, yeah, it's not Jokic. I'll buy. Buy. I'll buy. In a part, it's over Jokic because of his defense. He's so good defensively. Buy or sell that you wish you'd listen to me when I said the other day. Uh, maybe it was on HQ. Whatever. You should be watching that too. Just kidding, Wink. Uh, that, that you should have bet on MB to be MVP at 16 to 1. Buy. Yeah. I'm telling you. I bet the numbers changed. I have a question for you. Actually, it's your question for me. Do you want to ask me your Thanksgiving question? Or do you want uh, me to ask yes. you your Thanksgiving question? We'll, right. uh, we'll pull the curtain back here a little bit. I asked you in the break, buy or sell that your family eats Thanksgiving dinner earlier than you would eat dinner on a normal night. So I'm going to be honest with you, even though it could get me in trouble with my wife, okay? I'm going to buy that's the tradition. Buy. I'm going to sell that it often happens in my own home because my wife may or may not run late all the time. Sell. <laughs> Now so it's going to be even later this year. Yeah. Well, I mean, I could also help more. I could, you know, I could be on it instead of drinking 11 a.m. Touche. Yeah, it's on me too. Uh, yeah, yeah. At the at the at mom and dad's house, we do a fairly early, you know, Thanksgiving meal. But at my house, if we aim for one, we'll eat it at five. Oh wow! You're, go, you're going as early as one o'clock. One or two. Or wow. Three. I mean, okay. To be fair. Thanksgiving is one of those holidays. And the Friday after, where all, it all bleeds, we all stay up all night, we, we get up and watch football, we're drinking Bloody Marys, like, it's all kind of a party. Time has no meaning. Caserta, are you an early, is he, are you an early eater? For, for dinner, you mean? Yeah, just meals in general. No, just kidding, for Thanksgiving. Oh, for Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, I think... Two o'clock is usually when we uh, we, okay. we sit down for the meal. See, that's even that's early as well. Yeah. One o'clock, two o'clock. We're more like a three thirty ish. I mean, that's kind of. But you're still in the you're in the late lunch zone. Absolutely, that's a big meal. It gives you time when you're watching football at night to go back into the fridge for leftovers. Diesel, buy or sell? <laughs> you slightly starve yourself in the morning so yeah. that you'll eat all the food. Buy whatever. It's, yeah, absolutely. That's the play. You got to do it. You can't eat a big breakfast or even like a, a, a lunch prior to Thanksgiving dinner. You can't do it. Man, I cannot wait to just wake up at like 2 in the morning and stuff myself with stuffing the next <laughs> night. Gravy. Just feel the pounds adding themselves in real time. All right, let's now, let's close out with a little, uh, we're going to talk a little Monday Night Football. And I've got a special surprise for Diesel. It's all coming up here on the, you don't look so excited, here on the show after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Greg Caserta. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. It's a good, it's got a good vibe to it. Welcome back into the show. Writer Than You here on CBS Sports Radio. I saw something crazy this weekend. You want to hear it? I'm going to tell you. Sucker story coming up. My son Henry plays AYSO. Now, it's, it's 12 and under, right? So it's 12, 11, and 10-year-olds, I believe. And... They don't give out yellow or red cards, ever. And I saw a kid get a red card and get kicked out of a game and out of a tournament. Never. And he came in pretty aggressive. Not against our, uh, just the game before. These, these kids are serious these days, Diesel. Was it justified? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, I think so. As I understood it, I collected the info. Yeah, and then a buddy of mine was in our game. Good friend of mine was the was the sideline ref. Is that the right term? If you're if you're this on the side, I've always wondered about this. Do you volunteer for that? Are you yeah. told when you have to do that? You volunteer, but every team has to uh, has to have one parent do it to play in the playoffs. So my buddy Nate does it, and he's really good at it. And he was on the sideline, so I'm gonna call him a sideline ref. I don't know if that's what it's called. And we were getting our you know what's kicked, which is fine. And as a joke, right? So one of my closer friends, I, I'm like. I blame the sideline ref, and he gave me a look of pure <laughs> murder. Uh, I take this as something you have not done yet. You have not been the sideline ref yet. So I um, I have t- so I won't I won't do it because when I was in, in, in man elementary school, I was a pretty good umpire. I went to the the umpire school. I umpire little league games. My parents wouldn't give me money. I had to earn money. I once went to a place called the Milk House in Dubuque, Iowa where they sold candy and stuff, and I, I, it's a little convenience store. I convinced them that I would pick up all the garbage once a week outside and clean all the gutters. They gave me $5, and I would just spend it on candy. I, um, so I've, I, I had to earn whatever I had. So I, I got paid to be an umpire in Naperville, Illinois, in Aurora, Illinois, 
And it was great until uh, a parent, I had to kick a parent out of a game and he wouldn't leave. And I was told me that for fourth at the game and he was screaming at me and I was 12 and I was just like, I'm, this, I'm over this. And then in college, to help pay my way through college, geez, that was a long story you didn't expect. I had a bunch of odd jobs, jobs at the University of Missouri. I was a secret shopper. Best job ever. Hi, can I have some um, pancakes? No, I don't, I don't want to give you pancakes. Cool, Steve. I mean, like, it's, a, it's an amazing amount of, like, secret power. But I was also a soccer official, which was fun until I started refing because I was pretty good at it, the fraternity's playoff games. Ooh, okay, uh, yeah. now we're talking. Now we're talking oh, with gas. They were mad. So long story short, Diesel, I'm never doing any of that stuff again. So no, no. Would you now when you're when Will gets older and they start to need people? Are you going to be that guy? I've always thought about it because I mean, my dad did it when I, you know, when I was in little league baseball and when I played soccer growing up. My dad did it, so I thought maybe like yeah, like I'll do it. But I'm with you. Like the older I get, I notice how these parents, they, they parents, yeah, crazy, yeah, and I don't want to be involved in that. I want to be in the corner just watching my kids play whatever sport they're playing, and that's it. It's hard enough to. um Bite your tongue sometimes. Some of the things you see from coaches and parents as just a, a parental observer to be thrust into the middle of that. And by the way, this is not club soccer, which they have here where I'm at. They have some kids who play high, high level. This is just AYSO, chill, like let's all have fun soccer. And people get people get crazy, man. Yeah, I'm not, no thank you. Yeah, I want no part of that. No thank you. Um do you want to do no? I'll do a live program alert. Maybe we'll do it tomorrow. Maybe we'll save it for Bogish. Little announcement for 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 Bogey. I um, I'm of two minds on uh, on the Eagles. On the one hand, I do think they deserve a lot of respect. The defense is really good. Jalen Hurts has been more than effective. Being he's been a very impressive quarterback. They're a really really good. Maybe that's unfair. Great football team. I don't think they're good enough to be an undefeated football team. They, they're not the. Patriots team from a decade ago or whatever it was that went 16-0 and and lost in the Super Bowl. They're not the Dolphins that created the most obnoxious tradition in sports history where all the Dolphins folks would sit around and crack champagne when the final undefeated team lost, which is so obnoxious. I hate it so much. I think they're a good team. This Commanders game, now it's in Philly. It strikes me as the kind... I'm not sure they're going to lose. It strikes me as the kind of game they can lose, right? Teams have letdowns. We always overreact to games. I think the Chiefs are a better football team. Most people until yesterday thought the Bills were a better football team. Maybe they still are. Those guys have obviously lost games. It it happens. I'm not saying the Commanders are going to win, but I'm sort of inclined to think the Eagles are going to lose a game like this at some point over the course of the remainder of the regular season, even though their schedule's not particularly difficult. Listen, I don't have the mindset just because the Eagles are undefeated that I I have to say that they are the best team in the NFL. I don't believe that. I think they equate to the TCU of the NFL. I think they're a good team. You have to get credit for winning games. You absolutely do. But I don't think they're in that upper echelon with the Chiefs. And I was about to say the Bills, but I caught myself because I don't know if if they're still in that one. Um, I do think the Eagles will win tonight. They're coming off a bye a Thursday night game. It could be a weird game, as you alluded to. The it Commanders isn't. could be competitive yeah. here, um, but yeah, I, I think they stay undefeated. Uh, they're gonna, they're gonna. I mean, the Colts now. If the Eagles beat the Colts eighty-eight to zero next week, is that going to change the the Jeff Saturday talk? So here's who the Eagles have going forward. Commanders tonight again. I think, I think they'll lose, but the Commanders have quietly played really good football the last month. 
Then they've got a Colts team that I, I have no idea what to think about them, but I'm pretty sure they're not very good. Then Packers. They host the Packers the end of the month. They can lose that game. They host the, the Titans the next week. They can lose that game. They play at the Giants. The Giants are 7-2, and two, by the way. And somebody on Twitter said they stopped listening because I'm a Giants hater. Do you know what they're talking about? Uh, no, when did that happen? When did we I hate think on the Giants? I think they somebody else. I don't know. I don't think I did. Anyway, I think the Giants are really good. I like what they're building. Certainly the Eagles can lose that game. They play at Chicago. We've talked about the fact that Justin Fields is playing really good football. I don't think they're going to lose that game, but they could. They play at the Cowboys. Losable game. Then they have the Saints. Okay, they'll win that game. Then they host the Giants. They've got five games left you can lose. They're going to lose a couple, just a regression to the mean. But this is the kind of game where I think you can slip up a little bit. I think I might, I'm trying to talk myself into betting on the command. What do you think? Should I, I bet on the command? I feel like you're close. I feel like you're close. Where are you? Oh, you don't, you don't, you don't. When are we going to get you to bet on some games, by the way? I mean, if anybody could do it, it's going to be Costos, right? That guy. Every week listening to him. If I don't listen to him, I'm never going to bet on games. Have I ever brought up to him? By, by the way, the commanders are somewhere in the range of, I think, 10.5 point underdogs. That's a lot of points. Yeah, I know. It's, it's a lot of points. Give me the command. I might get a little. I might get on the commanders here. I'm gonna give you. I'm. I'm just in my personal opinion. I'm gonna to tell me. you to stay away from this game. It's you too many points. It's too many points. Thursday night game. It's too weird. Something weird can ha- stay away from it. This is. Well, this isn't a Thursday night game. A Monday night game. My apologies. Monday. It's night okay. Game. You got me real excited. It's almost Friday. It was almost. Oh my Friday gosh! In my almost head. Friday. I need to. Whew! I'm having trouble keeping track of the days. <laughs> that would be crazy. All right. Our guy Joe Thyssen didn't quite give give us a the Commanders are going to win though vibe, did he? Oh, uh, he did not. He did not. Yeah, it's like it's like ten and a half, eleven somewhere. Now the money you get four to one on the money line. If you want to get crazy, do you want to put down a hundred bucks each together? I feel like time? you want to get crazy, but you don't want it to be with this game. You're trying. You're trying every angle to try and bet on this game tonight, but you know deep down it's not the move. Speaking of gambling, some like well-known Hollywood producer heard I was good at tennis and doesn't believe it, and wants to play me for a thousand dollars. Now I've scouted him. Are you going to be in a movie? No, but I think should I? I don't really should I play a guy for a grand in tennis. That feels like way too much money. You should. What if I? You should lose and work in his next project. I can't lose a thousand. My wife would. No, but you make more money in that whatever the next movie is. He's not going to put me in his movie. He's not going to put me in his movie. You beat me in tennis. Can I be a movie star? I do have a SAG after card. There you go. Ooh, I'm gonna drop that in a conversation. Hey, bro. SAG. How do you get in commercials? I don't really I know the process for that. Buddies of mine are in commercials. One buddy of mine was in a Geico commercial. He's a dentist. I want to be a dentist. I could. I could do it. The show's over. Is that what the music means? All right. Thanks to Joe Theismann. Thanks to Greg Caserta. Thanks to Diesel. I'm Bill Ryder. See you back here tomorrow on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 